Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday Q&A. I'm Eric Griffin, president of ITM Trading. With me, I have sure. Lynette Zhang, our chief market analyst. For those of you who don't know or are tuning in for the first time, we take your questions that you submit to us via questions at itmtrading.com. And we put them up here on the screen in front of us. We ask them live so you get a true, spontaneous, organic response. Yes. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, so Rosalinda D asks, what will happen to people's Social Security payments and pension payments during a market crash or a reset? Well, uh, there's potentially two different pieces in here. Now, they always threaten to reduce Social Security, but quite honestly, I think they'll just keep printing money. So it, it's, I'm not so concerned about losing the social, social security payments. This is true, exactly. It's just they're gonna give you dollars that can't buy anything. Uh, pension payments, if they're tied to the market and the market implodes, they're gonna go down, so, and then probably be turned over to the government agencies so the payments will be further reduced. Plus, you can't buy anything with them as the dollar loses value. So yeah, it's kind of like, I would not be counting on either one of those things to retire. That's really the point. And you know, that's part of the strategy is what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Where are you at in your life cycle? And then you build the strategy to support that. We can replace that income. We have formulas and we can't guarantee that that's exactly how it's gonna flow. But when you look at history, we have formulas to determine what you have to replace, what your income has to replace, and you're looking at, you know, barterable silver, gold, things like that. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> I'm Duh. sorry, just got back from BRIC. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm still a little. <laughs> I was just, it would look, it's a really nice looking peace dollar. It's not, uh, you know, like a, it's pretty good for a circuit peace seller. Yeah, I like it. Uh, okay, so Tina M asks, I know that gold, it's real. <laughs> Tina M asks, I know that gold holds See, value over time. No line in there. <laughs> That's true. But how will it help me in 2023? I know that gold holds value over time, but how will it help me in 2023 inflationary depression, especially if the nominal price is repressed? Well, this is actually why you buy gold. So they will continue to repress the price, but ultimately they need it to reflect its true fundamental value when they take the worthless fiat money, so dollars in this case, and they revalue it against gold. So the only way that you could be hurt if, is if you sell it at the wrong time. But we're, you know, I mean, look, Markets are markets and easily manipulated markets. So you wanna make sure, again, I'll go back to the strategy because you're not gonna put 100% in there based upon your circumstances, you're going to have a properly diversified portfolio so that you, you access that when you need to and it protects you in the meantime while the price is being repressed. That's also an opportunity for you to buy well below its true fundamental value. It's on sale. This is when you should be accumulating, not liquidating. But there's all different kinds of gold too. So I know Eric knows this, I have my emergency gold. And if I need to liquidate it, that's what I liquidate first. 
So yeah, you just have to have a properly diverse portfolio, including properly diversified gold and silver portfolio, because different things accomplish different goals. So you establish your goals, you talk to one of our consultants, and you do what supports your goals. Well said. Thank you. All right, Carol B. asked, during a reset, when they lop off zeros, what happens to gold and silver? Does it get zeros lopped off too? Yes and no. At first, the answer is no. So we have that window to pull a little bit of the current fiat out and pay off some fixed rate debt. Um, and then it does. I, I just did a video on that not that long ago. So maybe Edgar, you know which one I'm talking about on the, I think it was on the world reserve currency where I showed a number of different uh, currencies the, it was lopped off and then it went back up because government behavior and central bank behavior doesn't typically change. Do you see, though, that gold and silver does that, too, though? At, at first it does. Okay. At first it spikes up, like in Venezuela, it went up like 3,500%. Okay. Okay, so there's a window in there. Then as the zeros get lopped off, they try and push it down. So everything goes down with the currency, but where the other assets remain down, you'll see uh, particularly gold prices start to go up. Uh, I think uh, this last year, and I think it was Venezuela because Venezuela just did that last October where they lopped off a bunch of zeros and it's still up almost 400% from October, right? So there's a window to capture gains and pay off the fixed rate debt which is part of the strategy. I mean, that's why you have to have a plan, right? They have a plan and they've been executing this plan for a really long mm -hmm. time. You need to have a plan. And, and the plan that we execute here is just based upon historic norms. Can't guarantee tomorrow, but goodness, if they've been doing the same thing and, we're, and gotten those same results, that's our best opportunity. I think. Yeah, well, especially if they're going to, when they do lop off zeros, people are going to want to mm -hmm. rush to gold and silver because they know that gold and silver holds its value over time. Mm -hmm. So demand goes up, which then that's why the prices continue to rise in the face of a, of a, of a reset of the currency, right? Exactly. But we're seeing a lot of front running uh, by central banks and also by the, the ultra wealthy into gold and drawing it down, even on all of the exchanges, LBMA, COMEX, et cetera. So they're really the ones that are in the know. And your ability to get it during those circumstances, well, you'll be able to get it. It's how much are you going to have to pay for it? So this is your best, cheapest time to get it. Before they start, we go into hyperinflation, obvious hyperinflation. Right. Because I well, think it's already begun. Gold demand was the second, 2022 was the second highest year of all time. Yeah. Clo uh, beaten only by 2011. Well, and, and for central banks going back to 1967. So, yeah. What does that tell you? Remember, do what I say and not what I do. Well, when they're actually not, do, do, not what Lynette says. <laughs> Right. Do, do what I do for myself. It's, it's like you do, could, when it comes to the Federal Reserve, 
Correct. Right. Well, no, I would say that's for my not, not for you. Used not to for say, you. Do as I say, not what I do. For well, you, you should do. You what should I do what you do. Correct. Right. Well, you you should look at what everybody says. I was just trying says. to clarify that you, when you say that, you're <laughs> always saying in in conjunction with the Federal Reserve. Look, they're always saying, "Do what I say, not what I do." Yeah, because right. that's what my father used to, my father always used to say to me, do what I say and not what I do, because he was a really crappy driver. And he didn't want me to be a crappy driver. And that, that's what he was always referencing, because he never looked behind him. So he was on job sites, and he was always backing into trees or other trucks or whatever was behind. So he always used to say to me, do what I say and not what I do. And I used to say, that doesn't make sense to me. So when I watch the central banks, but I think this is true for everybody. I, you know, people ask me, well, what would you do if you were me? That's a crappy question because I could say anything, right? You would, the better question is, what do you do for yourself? That's the question to ask. So, yeah, when their behavior is not congruent with their words, you know that they're lying. They don't want you to buy gold, but they're buying it hand over fist. So you know that they're lying. Now, you can listen to me because I buy gold and I buy silver. So I do what I say that I'm doing. That was my point. Yes. I didn't want him to be confused because you said do what I say, not what I do. You want them to do what you do. Right. As yes. Lo- yes. As long as it's congruent, and which it is, because okay. you have to have integrity or go away. All right. So Kevin D. asks, <laughs> do you think that citizens will revolt before a CBDC is forced on us? Yeah. Let me give it a cross fingers, too. Yeah. Double cross? Yes. Double cross. I doubt uh, it, though. Uh, I, I, I doubt it though yeah. too. I mean, how many people really know, how many people really know about CBDCs and what they really are? Very few people. So when it's pitched as this great thing, people are going to buy it. There will be, you watch them pitch this because <laughs> this is what they were talking about. If, if we have CBDCs, there will be no more inflation. No, it'll be deflation because they're going into negative rates. Right? But that's how they're going to pitch it, because that's what they said. Scary. All right, Brent Don't H. asks, what are your thoughts on what will happen to small rural banks when the economy crashes? Any pros or cons for being with a small bank? It's kind of like the, uh, the credit union question, right? Exactly, because the small rural banks, which, by the way, everybody's got a FedNow account, even in rural America, even if you don't even have any banks, but you have a post office. Um, so, you know, they're, they're all dependent upon the commercial banks. That's probably the, the con for it. Um, the pro for it is I'd rather give my business to a small commercial bank than a big one, but we don't really have much choice. What? Well, Sorry, I was reading the, the live questions. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know what you were I saying. I mean, who's too big to fail? Chase, Wells, Wells Fargo, Fargo, Bank, Bank of America, America. City. Yeah. Okay. The small banks are not too big to fail, and they let a lot of them go out, and they were just gobbled up by the bigger banks. I remember watching that because they would get released every every month of all the banks that that went under, and there was a lot of small banks. Oh, a lot, a lot. And the bail-in laws, I mean, you listen to the piece. If you haven't seen the piece that I recently did with the FDIC, you know, audio in there, you want to listen to that. 
because they're saying they're going to be bailed in. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, sorry. But here's your central bank right here. You yeah. become your own banker, your own central banker. That's what you got to do if you want to protect your wealth. You've got to have the bank accounts because that's still our tool of barter. But you don't need it more in there than you need in there. So Paul asks, what is the possibility of gold and silver being revalued and then the dollar backed by the new value of gold and silver? Well, what is it? It's be revalued. Well, it's going to be revalued when they do Meaning those. Like let it rise. Correct. And then will and the new then, dollar be backed by the new value of gold and silver? Well, likely, right? What we don't know is history tells us that that's how they're going to reset the currency. What we don't know is what level of coverage they're going to do. So actually today, February 1st, we're seeing the uh, Lebanon pound being devalued, revalued 90%, by 90%, yeah. right? Well, that has an impact on the gold, but they're not going to put gold into a new currency until, or to back any currency, frankly, until they have burned off all of this debt. So after that, and all confidence, the public has lost all confidence in the currency and the system, that's when a component of gold will back the new currency to get you to trust it again, to get you to use it again, and then they'll most likely go in and take it out slowly over time. Well, yeah, I think that if we get, if they're successful, or I should say when they're successful at getting CBDCs, us locked into CBDCs, they don't need to back it with anything, right? They don't need to go no. and back, mm -mm. back it no. with gold mm -mm. or silver. No, because they're going to sell it like there'll be no inflation. We're, right. uh, they, well, have they have said total they will, control. Exactly. They said they can have their finger on the pulse of the economy and get things moving the way they wanted to constantly. They're going to constantly be tweaking it. Right. Holy crap. I don't know if that scares you, but it sure scares me. I'm telling you. Mm, okay. Joey asks, you should call us. We can't, there's no way to answer how much of my retirement savings should be in physical assets like gold and silver. Can't answer have, that question right. at all without knowing a ton of information on that. Well, but but if you're talking about retirement, which is long, which is more long term, I mean, what I don't have any. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> of my retirement in anything other than this, and I have you know more than one of these, that, right? Yeah, you but, have this one too. Well, that's silver. That's not for my retirement. It's a joke. That's for my barterable. And this is real. <laughs> so is this. <laughs> so funny. Um, let's see. Where's a pen? Is that real? <laughs> what happened? Ninja C, what will happen to our banks when CBDCs come out? Well, what they're trying to figure out is how to keep the banks as a middleman because the banks really have that long-term sticky relationship. In other words, when was the last time you changed banks? You know, people don't. They have a tendency to get their bank account and then just stay in it. So they really, so people have a tendency to trust their bank. 
So the Fed now accounts, we already have all of those in place, whether it's through the banks or through the post offices when you're in a really rural area or the credit unions or the small community banks. So their biggest concern is to make sure that those banks can still uh, generate lots of profits so that they can stay there. But the banks are the middlemen between us and the central bank. And they really don't want that to be as direct because they don't want us to understand how their policy is being executed. So whether retailers execute that policy, the banks execute that policy, you know, so that's what happens to the banks. And uh, is the Fed now an app? I don't think it's an app. I don't think it is yet, yet. but it will be. And that that's just an account. So this next crisis, when people are freaking out, I mean, they they put it in place. They said, look it, we're just gonna loaded up with CBDCs, and then they're going to go, don't worry, here's all this free money. There is no such thing as free money. You don't have the gun, but every time they create more money, the money that's out there, the, the yeah. fiat money that's out there, loses value. I'm trying to protect Edgar from having to do more work. Oh, no, he's already had to pick it up <laughs> twice today. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right. He loves it, so don't you, So that means that you did, a, you did a recording today of something. Right for for this week, we uh, uh, no, but watch my video on how the loss of world reserve currency status impacts everything, particularly in the U.S. This is critical because Saudi Arabia is saying, yeah, we can accept other currencies for that. Uh, what what we recorded mm. this morning earlier, I did an interview uh, and then. I also, um, with uh, Fernando, we did our translation video. Gotcha. All right. So So. if you haven't already, you want to make sure and get your plan in place. Just click that Calendly link below and set a time to talk with one of our consultants because they have a plan. You've got to have one too. And you put your goals first. And then you work back and whatever you do should support those goals, whether the retirement, sustaining your current standard of living, educating your children, planning for the future, whatever that is, you want to make sure that you know you have this plan in place. And if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment. We need to spread the word to as many people as possible because we vote with our wallets. If you buy gold and silver like I do and like Eric does and everybody here, that's a vote. That's a vote for a good money system. You keep everything in those markets, that's a vote too. And you're saying, okay, give me the CBDCs. Take my wealth. I work too hard for mine. And until next we meet, just keep in mind, financial shields They're made of metal, not paper or promises. Please be safe out there until next we meet. Bye-bye.